Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan should be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan should be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our, Our favorite, favorite actor. actor. Make sure the levels is all right. You already know what that means. Kendrick. It's another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Whatchamacallit, the podcast, where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject. And get to talking about something else, but you can almost guarantee that we mm-hmm. might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. Hello. You know what it is. It's Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo the Average, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party started all that good stuff. It's Nalas, Glate, the Nate side, the Nup side, Aquaman, Aquanate, okay. the Nate who would be king, the kid who would be Nate, Spider Nate into the Spider Verse. Spider-Man into the Naderverse. Green Nate. Nate Book. A Nate's Way Home. A Dog's Way Nate. Nate-Renity. Nate-Room. Hey, I wouldn't want the Renity in my name. <laughs> and Dragon Ball Super Nate. And also the one and only Fitbit Messiah. Uh. No one else comes close and it's the Rolex God himself, Rolly Man. Walking uh, Penny's Worth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zant, aka Kai Dollar Sign, aka Gap Boy. Booking Gate. Say Gap Boy? Gat. Because you know I keep the Istal on me. Book Engaging K, Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo. Cool Breeze, the Hibachi Chef, Neon Ember, Uncle Hami, the Big Man, Hoodie K. <clears throat> sweet lady, Ooh, would you be mine? Sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. I just got a text. Hello? Huh. That is whack. Alright, you see any new movies since the last episode or any movies for that um, matter? I just watched one. I watched a movie on Netflix starring one of the namesakes of the show, Maggie Gyllenhaal, and it's called <laughs> Kindergarten Teacher. Is that uh, new? It came out last year, but... Oh, I, I remember that movie. Got all that acclaim. Uh, this was a pretty good movie. Uh, it's not, like, fast-paced or anything, but it was definitely interesting, and uh, especially because you just kind of wanted to see where things were going to go. Uh, and there was, like, a, sli- a very slight little deeper meaning in the movie. But also, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character started to become, like, a pure weirdo. 
but she was a kindergarten teacher and had a student that starts writing these poems and she feels he's a prodigy and then she basically becomes obsessed with the little boy and it makes her life go downhill all because she can't get over how good at poem or how good at writing poems this little boy is and she (laughs) she starts doing very odd things i won't spoil nothing just in case you uh people want to watch this movie but I'm trying to uh, what's an example of one of the weird things besides taking like the little boy to the bathroom where it's just them two or uh, taking them to go swimming uh, doing different very like illegal things with this little boy just because she uh, likes his poems it causes her to do things such as cheat on her husband with because uh, she she's in a poetry class as a kindergarten teacher She's in a poetry class and she gets obsessed and then she starts hearing this little boy's poems. She takes his poems and then recites them in her poetry class. So everybody's like, dang, you got good at writing poems. And then she she tells the little boy and uh, she get <laughs> she gets the little boy's nanny fired and tells the teacher all kind of like she's not a very good nanny. You should just let me take care of him since it's just a couple hours after class or whatever. And then you can come get him. And then she tells him, like, your son's good at writing poems. Um, you should let me take him to this poetry thing on Thursday. And the dad was like, nah, he got a baseball practice on Thursday. And she was trying to explain to him. He was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep him baseball. But, of course, he lets her be, like, take care of him after school. Of course, she gets him, doesn't take him to baseball practice, takes him to this thing. The little poetry, her poetry teacher is at the thing. The little boy stands up, does the poems, and then the poetry teacher was way more disgusted than I th- thought he was going to be. He was very upset. Like, they make your poems. He was very he was very easily to believe that this little five-year-old boy is writing these good poems than just her writing the poems and telling him to say it, even though he was writing the poems. But he was so up, upset. <laughs> it was crazy. His reaction was crazy. Good life, nerd. Uh, he was more uh, disappointed in the fact that little boy wrote the poems and the fact that she cheated on her husband with him. But uh, what else? Yeah, you got, you got some weird. Uh, but yeah, if, 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 if anybody ever watches it, uh, you'll get to see how she. I don't want to spoil how she goes downhill. I'm like, huh? This is disturbing that she let this little boy's poetry <laughs> yeah, get to her that much that she starts doing some some odd stuff. And straight committing crimes, basically. But yeah, that, that's a good movie, and uh, Mike and Gyllenhaal did a great performance. If that's another movie that I watch, post us doing all our top ten and uh, all our list and stuff. That probably would have, at least she would have definitely been in the mix of some of our awards, and maybe that movie would have definitely been close because it, it was just good and and I give it higher ratings because I laid on the couch watching it and didn't fall asleep. Yep, that's that show. Well, that, that's, that's up there. So yeah, so that that's a real good movie and that's all I watch. Okay, well speaking of falling asleep on good movies, <laughs> I watched a Netflix film as well called The Night Comes for Us, which I was under the assumption our boy Eko Ue was the star of this. Oh, he was not. Oh, well. It was one of the other I'm assuming People from the raid. I don't know if it was from the first one or the second one, but I've seen this man before. And no, I didn't see him walking down the street or something. I'm pretty sure this fellow was in one of the raid movies, but he was the star. So when I figured that out, I was a little uh, taken aback. But 
This movie was still good. The action was good. It was on no level of the raid. And I mean, all the reviews I was reading while I was watching the movie <laughs> was saying how violent it was. It was violent, but it wasn't nothing like as like over the top as they were saying. But mind you, I swear I took about five to six mini naps and they all came during like the fight scenes. So what I saw was good. So I'm only assuming it was better than I thought it was, but what I saw was no The Raid or anything, but if you like The Raid or any of those type of Indonesian type of action flicks with nonstop action and stuff, this is definitely for you. And then now for the film that we couldn't really discuss in depth last week because I didn't see it, unfortunately, I watched a film by the name of Glass. <sighs> what was that? Was that a glass bubble sound. through a net? That was glass that was sound glass. breaking. Okay, Breaking so, like some news. So, okay, so you said last week, it seemed like you were really fighting with if you actually liked this movie or yeah. not. <laughs> Have you, uh, you got a better understanding? If, uh, <laughs> it didn't, didn't like, time didn't help it or nothing. I haven't really thought about it. And it doesn't help, like, watching good movies after that, so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch anything after this, so. That's just, I mean, I haven't been thinking about it all like that, but it, this is one of those movies where you kind of, like, do I like this movie or not? And I will give it its credit. It wasn't as bad as the reviews are making it seem. Yeah, the critics don't really like it, but the uh, people seeing it do. Now, it ain't that good yeah. as what they're saying, for yeah, my, my opinion. I didn't. It wasn't. It just didn't do it. For, like Especially coming off of, because I actually really liked Split. So coming off of Split, I'm like, this ain't it. This is just don't have no suspense. It don't got no, the twist is just not like. Not twist twisty. The twists are crazy. Like M Night used to be Mr. Twist Man for good or for terrible. Yep, but got, this is just plain. He got probably one of the best twists of all time with the sixth sense. I don't know how it would hold up if I try to watch it now. Yeah. But back when it happened, I'm like <gasps> <laughs> I I don't feel like going back and paying attention to the details if it really makes yeah. sense or not. But he came with the plain twist this time. Yeah, like uh, like okay for for starters. I will say that the first half of this movie, to me, is miles better than the second half. Only because it's just intriguing to see James McAvoy's Kevin Wendell Crumb getting his bag when he just starts going, just shifting through all the different yeah, personalities. I, I like seeing crazy. that. So that made it interesting. And then it was like... The fact that it, you thought it was building up to something was what intrigued you, but then when you get to that second half of the movie and as it starts to quote unquote take off, it's like it's no like amigos. Oh my gosh! It's like it's like um it's like watching Rugrats in their heads. They're like we doing all this crazy type of stuff. We we out here in like the jungle. We flying airplanes, but then in all actuality, they still just in the same spot, just still in <laughs> their house, not yeah. really doing nothing like. It just feels. I know in they in their who in their mind of making this movie they was doing something, but in all actuality, it wasn't really doing nothing. Yeah, and that's what was frustrating. Like that all led up to the probably the worst like ending battle scene I've ever seen in my entire life. I really I was sitting there like, granted, this is a movie I fell asleep a few. <laughs> like it wasn't like long sleeps, but it was consistent sleeps. <laughs> but watching and that doesn't help me not like. It didn't feel high stakes, so me sleeping doesn't help that any. Because uh, yeah. then it's really like, what are y'all fighting for? <laughs> because it really didn't feel like, y'all y'all don't dislike each other, really. <laughs> it don't yeah, feel they, like it. And 
Why do you feel like why does he need to stop him? It was it was I mean I guess I mean it doesn't seem that big of a deal, like, especially if you're in and out of it and even if you see it, it don't really seem like that big of a deal. They do have their reasons, but it ain't like It ain't good enough. Yeah, it ain't worth it. Like it's really just like Like we know why Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers got teamed up to fight Thanos. Yeah, this This is, wasn't like yeah, if anything, all three of y'all like villains, <laughs> and no one's really a hero. Y'all minute. <laughs> yeah, David. David really only has the only just cause, just because yeah. he tries to go around defending people. Kevin's was he was so shook at the fact that this person, or I'm sorry, the horde or the beast, whatever you want to call yeah. it, he was so shook at the fact that this guy had the same amount of strength as him, and and then um he uh what's it called and then mr glass convinced him to, like yo you gotta we gotta go let these people sh- we gotta show people what we're all about because that's what the horde was all about from split they wanted to show the beast they wanted to show the world yeah like how much of a how better he was than people and so that was mr glass he's been trying to show the world about superheroes that's why he was killing all the people trying to find his his opposition and stuff like that, so convincing them him to kill him even more, or kill him or whatever, even more, I guess, is the reason, but it yeah. wasn't, it's not that good of a reason. Especially, I feel like he had a better chance of, like, sneaking a cell phone into the, into the place and just going up to the thing and filming, <laughs> look at this strong guy and look at him switching personalities and stuff like that, yeah. because when ultimately, when they get the uh, information out that there's super-powered people... I wasn't like, okay. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. Like, that doesn't really show me. Because they were, like, shocked. Like, it was going to everybody's phones. Maybe maybe, I, maybe that happened in real life for me to see. Because I feel like even if I saw somebody lift a car and fling it over the top of their head right now and it came to my phone, I'd be like. I feel like The Rock can do that. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> this is not impressive. I seen uh, Tom Cruise jump off of a building and climb yeah. it with his hands. Yeah, so Tom Cruise is a, hu- a that superhero? Was like, he climbed a building. With the palms of his hands, if if a regular five five human can do that, five five is a stretch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a, a that small, might be with the boots on. And I I don't care if it was a movie. In my head, Dwayne the Rock Johnson actually opened up the uh, prison gates. Yeah, he ripped he ripped the little bench out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, and, and what he did do for real was hold Scott Eastwood up against the wall sideways. <laughs> that that actually happened. Yeah, I can I believe if I I can believe the Rock will can push a door down and walk through it easy. I, and I can I, picture him uh, throwing a missile back at the, yeah. the cannon that shot it. And even the footage they show in the movie, like when David was bending that metal bar. I mean, that is a that is a strength, but he was struggling. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> it wasn't like Ugh. so. It was the, real. So the Fast and Furious characters are stronger than these oh, yeah. three grounded heroes. Have you seen the all the pictures? Spoilers that the rocker posting of uh, what a hobby, hobby show. Yeah, like, you got some real Hawaiian uh, yeah. <laughs> family. <yeah. laughs> Him and uh, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. But now I feel like you're spoiling too much because now we know he's literally said the biggest showdown in Fast and Furious franchise history. You see, it's ironic how every time he keeps posting something, Vin Diesel keeps giving you updates about Fast 9. <laughs> he's probably getting, <laughs> getting salty. Like, well, we got the spinoff. We got the female spinoff. We got writers. Yeah, I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, who's in that? Who is in a part of that? Yeah, I better not be Jordana Brewster and Michelle Rodriguez. It's them two and then yeah. surrounding it. Yeah. You'll bring Gal Gadot back to life. <laughs> they can put, they will ask. They will ask, and we'll do if they have to. <laughs> they're gonna be like, you weren't dead. What? What is her character's name? 
Jez, J, J, it starts with a G. Gloria? No. Like one of them names that you know. That you type the, of that roll your tongue when you say it. Yeah, that type of sizzle to it. <laughs> Just what is the name that starts with like a G? G's G, Gabriella? G, G, Giselle? I think it's Giselle. Yeah, Let me look this up. Like that, that would make sense. But um, yeah. So yeah, uh, yes. When yeah, still skipping all the way to the end. It was Tradash. It was. It was. Just, it was just whack. The whole. For one, I was just sitting in the movie like, I don't ever want to see a Mar or not Martin Scorsese. I was about to diss my man. M Night Shyamalan directed action scene ever again because <laughs> yeah, he literally showed he can't. Don't, <laughs> the little. It looks so different than other movies. The first person. Yep, Giselle. The first person point of view he kept using was so. It just didn't work, and then. His fights reminded me of like wrestling or like boxing matches when they just start hugging each other. Yeah, all throws. It's just, it's just like literally like they, uh, David and uh, the the Beast was just grabbing each other and just like fighting a hug. There was really no punches thrown. It wasn't that good. It happened with the first very quick fight scene, and it happened with the end. <sighs> it was just, it was, it just wasn't, it wasn't good. And I, I made the mistake. As I made the mistake for all three of the movies in this franchise, thinking there was going to be action. When I rewatched Unbreakable, I was like, okay, there's some action in this. Nope. Uh, okay. Split. They build up to something big. Ain't really, him just chasing down her, uh, what's her name? Ain't really action. And then this one, I was like, all right, the showdown. There's got to be some sort of action. Nah, this is more of a. This is a superhero movie, but it's not a superhero action movie. It's a superhero thriller. Yeah, I don't know how to describe this. So, but, but I want to know uh, whatever. I keep forgetting what Anya Taylor-Joy's character's name is. Oh, uh, Her attachment was too much. Yeah, she really related to him because of the, the – she really related to the Kevin part of him for some reason. Just didn't like they, that. Just because they both went through, like, trials and tribulations as a – a kid, I mean, that wasn't good enough for me. She got tortured by yeah, this. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care. That was nice. <laughs> and then, this, why was she so satisfied that uh, the footage of um, them with powers uh, being leaked? Because each one of them had each one of the three little members of that new group at the end. Yeah, each, I didn't like that group at all. They had a, an attachment to each one of the three who died. Now, do not get me started on the deaths, and do not get me started yeah. on that secretive gang that was behind this whole thing that we still know nothing about. All we know is they have clovers on their hands. Yeah, <laughs> all I know is their attachments to these people are so much dip. One is the son. That's reasonable. Mom reasonable girl that got kidnapped by this yeah. person unreasonable didn't like that crying over his dying body yeah because no 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 she hadn't all right she was how long was split how long was she trapped with uh i have no clue i i was under the assumption based off of what the son said in this that he he said the girls were found at the zoo three weeks ago there's no way that this movie takes place three weeks after split all right there's no way she was right back in school she she didn't have that much trauma. There There's ain't no, no way. <laughs> because she even said her she was with foster parents. She was and they showed her at the little very packed foster house. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was a lot of action going on. <laughs> so, she, so there's no way she could have uh called the whatever's on her uncle in three weeks. So maybe I just heard the the quote wrong, but I swear he said the zoo. And that's where they was at in Swift. They was at the zoo. Um 
and what's his name? The son was a little bit too calm when his dad was viciously murdered. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I know he freaked out, but like after that, like your mom died of something serious, and then your dad really was just killed for no reason. It was like, all right, we killed Mr. Glass. We killed David. Not David. We killed the beast. So how about I just kill all of them? Yeah. But I can't think of a good way to kill him. All right, I'll use his weakness of water on him, but I'll suffocate him to death where no one will be able to survive it. It's not something where it's just like, <laughs> oh, he died because of water. He like, did, no, anybody would have died. Yeah, you <laughs> were shoving his head in a puddle of water and wouldn't let him get out. <laughs> you was suffocating him. Was, I, need, I, need to watch, I need to watch half of that movie again. Just, I need to double check. Like I, yeah, I, I think I stayed up for the whole time, from what I recall. And it just like the beginning started out good. James McAvoy was in his bag. Show how yeah, I like it. that. It it felt like it was leading to something. Yeah, he showed how uh, talented or yeah, ta- how much of a talented actor he is. What I don't agree with is why David went so willingly to that institution. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he would have just had to kill a couple people to get away, but I would have did it. <laughs> like y'all not taking me to this crazy house. Uh, yeah, it's just. Just it wasn't when it split made it seem like this was about to be all right. This is leading up, so this is about to be good. And this was just complete, not complete letdown. I think. Letdown I think when he did that little thing at the end, and people got excited, I think he was like, "Oh, now I have to make yeah, it." I wasn't planning. <laughs> I was just trying to give you a little. I'm doing cool stuff. This yeah. I made a good movie, and now I'm getting hyped and throwing teasers and stuff at the end. And now y'all actually want it. <laughs> yeah, he was just like. I'll let y'all know this isn't the same world, but I was going to go do something I'd have been satisfied if he literally would have made a different movie after that. I mean, based off of what I've seen now, I didn't need this at all. And Anya Taylor-Joy, her character was, what, 17, 18 in this movie? I guess so. She was dressed like she was in her 40s. Yeah. Her (laughs) outfits were driving me crazy. (laughs) Like, some were fine. Some just like, get out your grandma's closet or something. (laughs) Those look nuts. Well, I got any more notes on this uh, subpar movie. Uh, okay, M. Night. So we all know he had cameos in Unbreakable and Split. Uh-huh. And he had a cameo in this, and it referenced back to the cameo he had in Unbreakable. Uh-huh. What about his cameo in Split? Was nah. the same man? I'm pretty sure. The way they had it, I'm pretty sure that's the same dude. All right. I, I wasn't really paying attention. But if... Also, <laughs> It felt like it was the same dude from Split, but that he, but he referenced Unbreakable. He looked like himself in, <laughs> in Split. That's what I'm. So is that does that mean it's the same? Because he said, because he, he said, because oh, said, it he, was that now. Okay, now because he was, was. The, he was the same computer dude or whatever. Yep. But then he, he also said from 15 years ago, whatever he said, I remember. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and Unbreakable. Like he he met a, he saw him at the little the little uh, stadium he was working at, and he. He like ran up to him and like accused him of doing something that he actually wasn't doing. So he was basically being real sketchy. And then in Split, he was that like security guy with the yeah. camera. So okay, and then their story is a sec- okay. Now it makes sense. Yeah, okay. So yeah. Okay. 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 I'm like keeping his cameos. Uh huh. For some reason, he looked young in this. Like he ain't aging that much. Oh, I thought that was my computer. I'm like, it's over for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> something oh, went terribly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Said when that little nurse man went in the whore's room and could repeatedly kept flashing the lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's when that boy was jumping through all them personalities and was showing his skills. Um, this movie was what also annoying about this movie is they this movie was like a comic movie for dummies 
as in they was explaining. Oh, yeah, you got to explain it. <laughs> they was explaining what a showdown was, origin story. It was just all that talk. It was acting like we've never seen a comic book movie before, and it was bothering me. How did Elijah get to send off an email or the the email out to everyone at the end with the footage? Like I didn't know he had the son's email or Anya Taylor Joy's character's email. And his mom's computer is super old. Um the score of this movie made it seem way more epic than it actually was. You would have thought this movie was the score was for like Superman or something the way them them drums was a drumming and them horns was a horning. To me, the whole—I'm just gonna continue to spoil this whole movie. <laughs> uh, the whole twist with the train and the Kevin's dad being on the train—don't uh, really make sense to me. Only because they showed how old Kevin was at the time of that accident, and David's son was also young. I would feel like they should be around the same age yeah. at this point in Glass, and it didn't look like they were close to the same age. But it was okay. I wasn't mad at it. But once the more twists kept coming, they just started missing and missing, and it was just, it was whack. Sarah Paulson was Sarah Paulson. She didn't really do nothing spectacular. I don't, yeah. Her character was weird. Yeah, this movie just ended off for me. This movie was just a tell of two halves. The first half I thought was entertaining. The second half was a no go for me. And it's it's wherever that that second half pulls this movie down to when the year end list comes out is well, we'll find out. Alright. Anything else you want to say about this glass? Nah, I'm good. Did it shatter your expectations? <sighs> now you got no comment towards whack bars. That's just called good writing. No. Uh, all right, uh, moving on to the t- some uh, stuff, topics, whatever you want to call it. We got to do another person for I'll name this bracket later. Your person this week, his name is Matt McCon. Matty. That could be a completely different actor from Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt McCon. Is Matt McCon the one that does the good movies? Yeah. Or is Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. Nah, that's Matt McConaughey. Matt McConaughey do whack movies. Matthew McConaughey do the good movies. <laughs> Matt McConaughey. Matt McConaughey did Serenity. Matt McConaughey. Okay, if we if we got really break it down, who did Killer Joe? Matt McConaughey or Matthew McConaughey? I think that was like they was battling. <laughs> they they was both bat- played. They both played the one row. Yeah, they was. Yeah, they was battling for. Was that they was like in the split? They was they was battling for the light. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, so he got a bunch of movies. Let's start with, you see Dazed and Confused? Nah, is this for his worst movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is Matthew McConaughey's worst movie, okay. so we're going to have some choices. Okay, uh, so this is Matt McCon. Yeah, with Matt McCon's movies. You got Angels and Outfield, you see that? No. <laughs> what? Wait, I probably did, but this was some time ago. Yeah, that movie came out in 94. Uh, you see Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation? No. Boys on the side? No, but that sounds like your life. No, you always no, boys no, on the side. No, no, I already said it. I already said you got boys on the side. So. Nah, nah, you said it sounded like my life. I gave you extra nah. details. Uh, you see Glory Days? No. Lone Star? Nope. A Time to Kill? Nope. Larger Than Life? Nah. Uh, Contact? Nope. That movie looks very whack just off the poster. I'm a star. I believe I have seen this movie. All right. Watching school, yeah, because it's a Steven Spielberg joint. About uh, was Jarman Hansu in it? Let's 
see. I know it came out in the 97s. Let's see if Dark Man X was in there. Uh, cast, 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 cast. Yep. Okay, yeah, i definitely seen this. Watch right. this in school when with a bunch of Caucasian kids in the classroom. They probably didn't care. <laughs> yeah, they was texting it. What did they was texting I wanna Yeah, there was texting on the uh Yikes. I know I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I watched it when I was in tenth grade. So uh, okay. there was uh some like devices. Yeah, there was texting. It wasn't, back this, it wasn't this good stuff that yeah. we got now, but the phone had to flip over. Yeah. Alright, I'm a stod or you used to have to press the button a million times to get a letter. Woo! You were... <laughs> now I can literally look up and text on my phone without looking and it'd be right when I look down. Yikes. Yeah, that was. Whew. Nobody was getting texts back then. Uh, you see the Newton boys? No, that sounds whack. <laughs> Baking sandwiches? No. What about Ed TV? I ain't see that. All of that. U five seven one. Never heard of it. Right. The wedding planner. Here we go. I know you seen this. Nah. Nah, I seen it. it was whack. Uh. <laughs> Okay, what about frailty? Nope. Uh, 13 conversations about one thing? Oh, no. See, these movies, <laughs> these titles. Rain of Fire? Nope. It's got some dragons in it. <laughs> uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Seen it. All right, what's worse, that or Amistad? Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That ain't, that ain't the movie for me. <laughs> Amistad had some had some serious stuff. It had Jaiman Hansu playing a slave like he did in his, probably his first three movies. Yeah, he was being typecasted. <laughs> and plus, you wouldn't want to know how to lose a guy in 10 days. You're trying to keep him. Uh, <sighs> how to lose a guy in 10 days or tiptoes? Never seen it. That's what you do when you're trying to leave your man's house. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out on your tiptoes. Nah. This got a nice little cast in it, though. Gary Oldman, Kate Beckinsale, Patricia Arquette, and Matt McConaughey. This movie must be good. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> thir- or how to lose a guy in 10 days or Sahara. I haven't <laughs> seen Sahara all the way through, but I know for a fact Sahara's worse. <laughs> and that would Steve Zahn yep. and Woman. <laughs> Penelope Cruz. That's a little whack. That's a weird little cast. <laughs> this looks terrible. It's <laughs> a little action adventure comedy. Uh-huh, that's uh, I'm sure Jackie Chan said, I ain't doing that one. Oh, this looks <laughs> whack. He got a little Indiana Jones cargoes on. They probably thought they could get it too. They failed. <laughs> and his name was Dirk Pitt. If that don't reek of that's, trashy, that's lazy, <laughs> just trashy ex or exhibitioner, whatever those names are, <laughs> Sahara or nah, not this little boring movie. Uh, you see, two for the money. No, he got he got some movies I've ne- just generally never heard of. <laughs> what about uh, failure to launch? I ain't see it. Uh, we are Marshall. Didn't see that. I don't want, definitely don't want to see a Matthew McConaughey football movie. What about Fool's Gold? We're on the cover. Him and that's and, uh, basically Sahara too. <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart was in that movie. I mean, this is a, yet another movie with Kate Hudson. I feel like that's probably worse, but uh, nah. Sahara. All right, since I haven't seen neither of them, you gotta go off a movie poster. I know Sahara's movie poster is worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but what's really keeping fools going in the conversation is the fact that his body and Kate Hudson's body are all gold. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this looks very yeah. awful. It looks, yeah, it looks 
stupid. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, knowing Kevin Hart's in it, what is Kevin Hart playing in that? Probably like boat Black. <laughs> black guy loud in the lobby. Because <laughs> this was before he was booming. Uh, all right, so which one is worse? Sah- Sahara or Fool's Gold? Oh, wait, you didn't see, you didn't see Fool's Gold. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, Sahara or Tropic Thunder? Sahara. Sahara or Surfer Dude? That came out after Tropic Thunder. The I thought Surfer Dude. I could have sworn Surfer Dude was basically unreleased. <laughs> I mean, it might be. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I ain't see it. Surfer Dude is just like the new movie he got coming out. Oh, that one with the uh, Harmony Corinne movie. Maybe with it didn't Martin come Lawrence. Out. Uh, where are we at? Our Sahara or Ghosts of Girlfriends Pass. He got whack movies on his thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why when Ghost Killer Joe came out, yeah. his career turned like, around. Thank you. <laughs> they got Emma Stone in it. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah. we know that's not whack. Yeah, uh, we know Sahara's worse, though. Sahara, I said Sahara. Sahara or the Lincoln Lawyer? I see that. I saw it. I'm pretty sure Sahara's worse, even though that's nothing to write home about. <laughs> uh, Sahara or Bernie? Sahara. Bernie's good. Uh, Richard Linklater did that movie? Uh, Jack Black did a good performance. Um, Sahara or Killer Joe? Sahara. Killer Joe's hilarious. <laughs> Sahara or Mud? Uh, never seen Mud. Me neither. In 2012 and 13 was his little comeback year. Yeah, and then I guess he's falling right back off. I don't even know why I'm asking you this question, but which one's worse, Sahara Killer or Magic Mike? I don't know why you're thinking about it. Just say Sahara. First of all, I forgot he was in that movie. Okay. So I'm going Sahara. He didn't show enough skin for you now, did he? Uh, Sahara or the Paperboy, which I don't even know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> definitely don't know. Sahara or Dallas Buyers Club? Sahara. Sahara or the Wolf of Wall Street? Sahara. Sahara or Interstellar? Sahara. Sahara or the Sea of Trees? <laughs> don't know what that is. Sounds whack. <laughs> Sahara or, oh my gosh, Free State of Jones? I did not see that movie. That movie that was. could have been his opportunity to team back up with Jaime Hansi. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But that movie was awful, but we just keep it at Sahara. Sahara or Kubo and the Two Strings? Sahara. Kubo or Sing? Or Sahara or Sing? Sahara. Oh, he was doing his little animated. Sahara or Gold? He did another movie with Gold in the title? Oh, I remember that. I, remember, I never saw it, but I remember it. I definitely see it. Uh, Sahara or The Dark? I didn't see. I didn't bother watching this. <laughs> I let him get off the hook with Free State of Jones because yeah. Free State of Jones might have been worse than the Dark Tower, but I got past it to Dark Tower. Yeah. Sahara, it's, it's whack. <laughs> the Dark Tower was just, oh, my gosh. All right, and that, that brings us to White Boy Rick, which I saw, which Dark Tower is worse, um and Serenity, which neither of us saw, and we got Beach Bum coming out later this year. Beach Bum, it looks bad too. Yeah, I don't trust Harmony Harmony Corinne after whatever that movie was called. Spring Breakers. Yeah, you wasted a good James Franco performance with very weird storytelling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you let, you got rid of Selena Gomez within like the first ten minutes of the movie. Even though know, has a hilarious line where he's bragging about all the things he has, and one of the things he mentioned is shorts. <laughs> yeah, James Franco, he was got good. boats. 
Got guns. I got shorts. And then we then you get a Britney Spears little uh, song covered montage of yeah. them doing bad stuff, and that it was just very weird and to the watch. Ending. They just the girls got the best. They they clearly went to different yeah. shooting classes and stuff yeah. in between scenes. They didn't show because their aim when they was just headshotting people. They took out Gucci Mane and gang. I forgot Gucci Mane. This was back when Gucci Mane. You didn't know Gucci Mane had like a real life personality, and he, he didn't have the fat. teeth, and he was fat. What do you think, like? How did he convince him to do a movie? Because this guy is a the boogie monster. He, he strung him up inside of a hotel room yeah. and threatened to kill him if he didn't give him a row. And they said he was sleeping one of the scenes anyways. That's pre-final uh, time in Joe Gucci. Yeah. All right. Well, Matthew McConaughey, your movie is The Dark Tower. Let me make sure that no one else has got that. Ain't no way. Lens Idris was on there. Yeah. Has Idris, has Idris not been leading movies? Yeah. Does Idris star in movies? Oh, The Dark Tower. And Daddy's Girls. <laughs> yeah, I don't he know. got a star in movies. I mean, yeah, yeah the back Idris. <laughs> Idris Alba, lead actor? Question mark. Because <laughs> Mahershala, when I was watching the Mahershala and uh, John David Washington thing, he was talking about he finally wanted one he could lead in. I was like, oh yeah, he ain't led in a movie before. Yeah, he just played in the back. Yeah. I know you probably want to know he's 46. I don't care. And he's six foot two. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you're going to have to get you a... Now, I'm not getting me a no stepping stool to do uh, nothing. See, you don't even know that. that I was knew what you was about say. to say. I'm in your kickboxer. head. He's a kickboxer, DJ, actor. Yeah, he doing too suave. much. Suave. And he just he happens to knock out the person he kickboxed against. Because <laughs> this was very recent. So. Yeah, I remember he did that little... I think he did like a show for it or something. All right, let's look and see if he started any of these movies. Bell Man Man, don't know what that is. Sorted, don't know. Let me go to movies on this. Daddy's Little Girls, start. Watch one. The Reaping? What is that? 28 Weeks Later. Did, he did not star in this. I don't know. Did, Rose Byrne was in that? Rose Byrne, Jeremy Renner. Not a have to go back and watch that. That was 2007, American Gangster. We know he didn't star in that. This Christmas, did he star in that? It was more of an ensemble. Yeah, so I would, ensemble. I would say. Chris Brown. First of all, the way his his movie career just went very weird from jump. Yeah. Why was Daddy's Little Girl one of his early movies? They made yeah, me yeah. think he just been the man. Yeah, I thought he was known when that came out. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, prom night. He was that. What he was the cop. <laughs> the he, principal. Yep, Detective Wynn. Uh, okay, I remember and, that. Uh, Rock and Roller. Never seen it. And he definitely wasn't the star. It was Gerard Butler. The Human Contract. Don't know what that is. The Unborn. Whack. No, he didn't star in that. Obsessed. All right, there you go. He led. Yeah, he led that. Him two, Beyonce. Two urban movies. The Losers. More ensemble. ensemble. Takers. More ensemble. Ensemble. Thor. We know he did. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. No. no. Prometheus. No. No. Thor, Dark World. No. Mandela. Okay, that's three. Okay. Uh, no Good Deed. That's, that four, kind of. It was him and Taraji. Yeah, but I would say yeah. that was more Taraji. Yeah, so she was the good guy. Yes, yeah, so I ain't giving that to her. Second coming. What is this? I don't know what that is. That don't count. The Gunman. No, that was Sean Penn. Avengers. No. Beast of No Nation. Never saw it, but I heard the kid was really uh, yeah. balling. Zootopia, The Jungle Book, But Still Day, Finding Dory, A Hundred Streets, Star Trek Beyond, No, The Dark Tower. I mean, that's the other one. Yeah. Molly's Game. No. The Mountain Between Us. 
Get this man James Bond because clearly Ragnarok, he don't Rock, Yardy, movies. Infinity War. Is that the same way this is about to be called? Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah, that's the title. I didn't when I, I missed when they. Uh, <laughs> it was a little light announcement. When yeah. I saw. I was like, that's long. Presents. Yeah. Nah, y'all gotta presents makes it seem like ta-da. <laughs> like I don't like that. That makes me think <laughs> the beginning of it's gonna be like a Looney Tune X thing where they where they just show all the Fast and Furious characters. Ta-da. This need to be called. A Fast and Hobbs and Shaw, a Fast and Furious story. That makes more sense than some of the other ones. Everything you got to make it a something story. Can't and, just put Fast and Furious, Cullen, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. So that was like, all right, we'll give you presents. No, I don't like presents. They got to go a story, a fast story. Because <laughs> you know they're going to have that intro with the with the uh, pages flipping. <laughs> Different scene. Vin Diesel with a crowbar. Vin Diesel walking out of plane. Yeah. Vin Diesel driving a car backwards, winning a race. Dominic Toretto done been through a lot of things in his life. All right, that's enough of Idris talk. All right, so. You talk about him enough off air. You might. I don't. I just talk about him when we're referring to his work. Okay. Huh. All right, so last episode, we did the uh, IC Movie Awards nominations, which you can still go and vote for on icmovies.wordpress.com. Vote as many times as you want, but another little uh, war show announced their nominations this past week. Some, uh, some of you guys might have heard of it. It's called the Oscars. Something light. Oh, Scar. So I ain't really going to go through all of them, but did anything stand out to you? I forgot we didn't talk about the Oscars on here. I'm nope. like, I think we did this already. <laughs> them things came out Tuesday morning. That's right. I remember posting it on the little thing. So we got the best picture. Anything in best picture stand out, bother you, you was happy to see? I need to pull these back up. Oh, I was yeah. happy to see uh, Black Panther, of course. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a milestone. First superhero movie to be nominated that's crazy. for Best I Picture. I thought they would have gave that Dark Knight back then, but that's when they were still being biased. Yeah, that's when they was like, only five, and Dark yeah. Knight wasn't one of those five movies. Yeah, we're doing five movies out of all these movies that come out. Mm-hmm. Now they like, we can give you ten, but we ain't never going to do ten. We'll do eight, nine, Yeah, do weird seven. stuff. <laughs> Why do they do that? Y'all can fill it up. Have the option of 10, but y'all don't want to do that. They could have did 7 if they would have took out uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Exactly. Bohemian Rhapsody is one. I was like, huh. So Black Panther, yeah. Black Klansman. I knew I knew it was liked. I didn't know it was Best Picture-like, but I guess if you think about the other movies that came out. I'm just surprised that it actually stood since when it came out in August because I know they was talking about how great it was and how it would, there's a chance that it could be nominated and Spike Lee could be nominated, but I thought once, like, Official movie season or war season came with the fall. I thought it was going to get forgotten about, but it didn't. So that's cool. Good shout out to Spike Lee. Uh, Definitely yeah. think Ryan Coogler should have been best director if he's in. If yeah. it's, it's weird because best picture, you would think like a director automatically gets up in here, right? But even though there could be a good directed performance, but the movie's not. I don't know how that worked. Uh, best actress. I didn't even know this this lady from Roma was nominated. <laughs> I think that's her first performance, too, in a movie. Yeah, they usually be doing that. I, of course, I feel like Elsie Fisher uh, should have been nominated, but... Yeah, she this, got robbed. This is cool, I guess. Uh, best actor. Like, Rami Malek. He must have really did good. I mean, and that's that's fine. He 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 can just he can get the Oscar nod. It's just the movie, so that's fine. I don't really there really wasn't nothing in Best Actor that yeah, was surprising. Normal. I wanted to see, uh, or maybe that was Best Supporting Actor. Uh, 
Let's see, best supporting actress. This is fine, I guess. Yeah, Emma Stone there, so we all good. I don't care. Uh, best supporting actor, I would like to see like a Michael B. Oh yeah, I wanted to see John David Washington in best actor. Oh, yeah, I could have took it. out or just added some. Just break some rules, like adjust if need be. You gonna give it to Adam Driver? You gotta give. That's it what to I'm Adam saying. David. That's the only reason. I'm like Adam Driver's nominated. Yeah, like he did good in the movie, but nothing really not stood they were, out. They were like the same. Like it was, they were all good. So yeah. I, I wanted the dude who was super racist in that movie. He, I thought he had one of the better performances because yeah. he had to, he had to really say all those slurs and really, yeah. really <laughs> take the punch with that movie. Uh, best original screenplay, best adapted. I did not know. First of all, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That, this must have been one of few adapted movies this year for that to get nominated for Oscar. It's not a bad movie, but it's just like something you watch. It's not nothing that you like. That was amazing because you know, it was by far not amazing. You know, people love the Coen Brothers writing. And they just forced it. Especially Black Panther should have been. Buster nominated, Scruggs though. was in the movie for about five minutes. It was the ballad of Buster. <laughs> Buster Scruggs. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's about it as far as that. All those are just a couple of spots. Like, I definitely want to see Elsie Fisher and Michael B. and John David Washington. Or, or is his name David John Washington? I don't remember. I always mix it up. <laughs> for me, like you said, I was happy Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture. It was all talk, but... You know, with the Oscars, you like, are they actually going to do right? But they actually did. So, I mean, now the chance of it actually winning is something of a long shot. But the fact that it got nominated is great. So, and it was a black Marvel movie. That's something else. Bohemian Rhapsody, though. I just do not, I just don't understand how that got nominated. I was like, all right, the Golden Globes did it. It even let the movie win an award. But the fact that the Oscars carried it over, like, who is the ones voting? Because yeah. the critics surely wasn't like they wasn't head over heels for this movie. So who was who who was voting? Like with the members, these just actors, producers. Who I just don't <laughs> understand who it is. And this must be a movie for the people and not just like critics and something. Because I don't get it. There's a difference between a great performance and it being a great movie as well. Yeah. Vice, I'm also a little bit surprised by only because it was it wasn't as universally liked. It was more fifty fifty. But Christian Bale's performance was, no, was great. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, uh, best director. I was, was cool with uh, my boy Yorgos getting in there, but two foreign language films. They're both <laughs> in black and white. Yeah. Pick one. <laughs> yeah, uh, eliminate one of those. Gosh, and then Bradley Cooper not getting nominated is just mean. They didn't want him to be oh, in all yeah, the main that's categories. That's crazy. He had a great performance. And yeah, they was like, all right, we gave you a song nomination. We gave you a screenplay nomination. We gave you an acting nod. We are not putting you in best picture. <laughs> I don't want you uh, getting the, uh, the camera being on you too often that night. And, of course, Ryan Coogler, I would have liked to see him on there because you know, being such a young actor and directing a movie in the Marvel warehouse, just because they might have a big say over it. The fact that you got to deal with the stress that they probably uh, throw upon you to mm-hmm. get everything right. Cause they have such a clean track record when it comes to movies that takes a lot of hard work and effort. And he did great. I don't care if the movie got a lot of CGI scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, best actress. Yeah. I'm glad to see uh, all those are mainly just Olivia Coleman and Lady Gaga. Would have liked to see Elsie Fisher on there. You can take out the foreign lady or uh, Glenn Close just because she, she doesn't have enough of these. Yeah. Uh, best actor, yeah, I would have liked to see David John or John David, whatever his name is on there. 
But Christian Bell deserved it. Bradley Cooper deserved it. Rami deserved it. Didn't see Green Book, so can't really speak on Vigo or William. But there's names we've seen multiple times. Supporting actress, as long as Emma Stone was there, I didn't care. Supporting actor, really wanted to see Michael B. But the other guys, for the most part, besides Green Books, I didn't see it. But I'm always rooting for Mahersh, or as you call him, Hershey. That's what you call no, him. That's what you call him. Uh, but Adam Driver, is, that's cool. Sam Elliott. He had such a small role in that movie, but yeah. everybody loved it. And even though that one scene was really good when, uh, what's his name, got out the car and was like, uh, basically caught his brother his idol. And his, his brother just put the car in reverse and just was trying not to tear up. Oh, yeah. And was whipping that back. So he was saying a lot without saying nothing. So I'll give him his props. Uh, Richie Grant did great in that movie. Sam Rockwell. I guess he just won last year in a very well-deserved role. So you get an automatic next yeah, year, too. He, so. he, he, he really kind of embodied uh, George W. Bush. Just, I don't think he was in the movie that often. Best original screenplay. Glad, glad the favorite was in there, but I would have liked to see... I mean, I can't. I don't even really know what classifies as original and adapted. Yeah. For best adapted, I would definitely like to see Black Panther be in there because the script was the one of the bigger things with that movie that made it great, so... Would have liked to see that. And just back to Best Picture. Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody, to me, that's like, okay, you got Straight Outta Compton uh-huh. and Bohemian Rhapsody. I know they're in two different years. Uh-huh. But Straight Outta Compton could have, if, if Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, that's, got nominated. that's If Bohemian Rhapsody, based off of trailers, Rocket Man is automatically going to be yeah. in. <laughs> uh, y'all, these people really must like biopics. I want. I want not not yeah. black biopics though. Yeah, uh, uh, Don Cheadle almost died over uh, miles ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Black Monday yet? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I, I gotta watch the new episode. But that first episode was so funny. <laughs> that was crazy. I was really taken aback by how much I was laughing at that. I was like, dang, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg got they another one. They don't miss. Um, what else? Uh, I don't really care about some costumes, cinematography, best original song. I can't wait to see my boy Kendrick stroll up there. He better have the dirty braids. I want <laughs> he better wear one of his Kung Fu outfits. Yeah, unless it's over for Kung Fu Kenny, he's moving on because he had Cornrow Kenny. Yeah, Cornrow Kenny. Kenny was dirty. Kung yeah. Fu was the more smooth, action-packed uh, Kendrick. Well, then on the championship tour, he changed into Pulitzer Kenny. Oh yeah. <laughs> so now he might be yeah. He got glasses on. <laughs> so. This dude got a Pulitzer Prize, uh-huh. Golden Globe nomination, Oscar nomination, Grammy Awards, Grammy nods for a soundtrack that he did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, he brags already, but it's, it's time to step up the braggadocious. Yeah. You better just call his next album the Pulitzer. <laughs> uh, but um, we, I mean, I, we all know Shadow's going to win that. But um, yeah. best original score, that's cool to see Black Panther nominated because they had all the dashiki shakes. Or the Gongos, Ludwig. Or whatever you want to call it. It's very funny how um, <laughs> the documentary that I, only documentary I heard about all year, and that's the one about Mister. Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Whatever that guy's name is. Oh, yeah. How that didn't get nominated. That's crazy because they that, they was hyping that one. Yeah, like it's got the best. It's the best reviewed one. It made the most money. So obviously you would think that's a shoe in. But next year I want to see which one of the fire festival uh, <laughs> documentaries get nominated. I keep forgetting to watch those, but I keep hearing about them. They're good. Best sound mix. Okay, we all know I don't get down with all that uh them sounds and the visual effects. But shout out to Christopher Robin for getting the best visual effects nomination. <laughs> Even when I saw that movie, I was like, these these animals look pretty weird. But 
Co-co-co-co-co-co-co. Best animated short. The one with the alive. That little, the one that came before Incredibles. I hated that one, but somehow that got <laughs> nominated. And yeah, so I mean, there was nothing spectacular about this uh, Oscars. I just it ain't the same when Kobe don't got a short film out. So, oh, yeah, I forgot he won last year. Yeah, Oscar uh, award winning Kobe Bryant. There ain't no host this year. It's about to be whack. (laughs) The pacing's about to be terrible because ain't nobody like, all right, let me wrap this up. Because you ain't just going to be a presenter. Ain't going to be like, all right, let me speed things up real quick. That's all they were trying to get all the Avengers to do something to open the show up. (laughs) They should be like, no. Yeah, I'm like, nah. Y'all hate it. That's some nerve. Kevin Hart, so we ain't ain't doing that. All right, so ain't nothing really else uh, stuck out to me. So it's time to do the scroll. About to scroll down this movie site, something that catches my eye. We're gonna uh, want you to throw out your thoughts on it. First up, uh, Kyrie Irving's gonna be starring in the Haunted Hotel movie, and that's gonna be done by Ron Howard and his little company, yeah, Brian Grazer, their production company, about the Skirvin Hotel. How you feeling about LeBron rebooting Friday the 13th? Now, Kyrie about to star in this Haunted. Hotel movie, you think uh, the the horror game is looking bright? Not everybody's Kobe, first and foremost. Everybody wants to dip their toe into film. Lee, well, Kyrie's is trying to act in this movie. Yeah, so. he's trying to floss. Uh, I, need, I need to see that one. I need to see. <laughs> I gotta see his acting ability. He's trying like, to who's floss. he playing? What is it? So I gotta see that Friday the Thirteenth. If I would like, if I don't mind LeBron producing it, but I also would like to see like the other like good like Bloomhouse. Or he Blumhouse. That's what that's what I need. I don't want this just to be a him and Maverick Carter sitting there producing uh, a, a Carter Braun production. That would, be, <laughs> that would be so very whack because then I can see this being like, all right, this has got to be the last straw for Friday the Thirteenth because uh, they've tried it a few different times and it's not working. The last one worked. It just didn't. They just didn't make the sequel for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I don't quality wise, it was cool. But it made money. Yeah, so it was well, Friday. The, it was a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street that yeah. was hated. <laughs> it didn't really make that much. So okay, is LeBron? If LeBron plays Jason, I'm telling you, that, he's gonna play Jason. He that would be cool. He's, he's got the height. Yeah, he's the size. Uh, he only got he only got to put the mask on. He don't got to do no acting. So yeah, so he could play him if he plays him. Then I'm all for it. If he doesn't. What makes me think LeBron produced Friday the 13th going to be good? Man, I got faith in it because out of all movies, he picked this movie. That means <laughs> there's something about it that he, he got a vision he for must, it. He must got something. I know a director he could uh, hire. The director, if he wanted to get an Oscar. He's too, Kobe's too busy with his fantasy novels he got coming out. And you know he adapted those into movies. All right, so you Shout got out to Wizard Art. <laughs> I see you got a night. They do a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Give me a basketball player who can start it. I don't care what role. If it be Freddy, if it be one of the the grown up kids, I'm going Freddy. Got to be an active basketball player because we doing retired Sam Cassell is playing Freddy. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I got to be an active B-ball player. Active, and he got to be somewhat good. I don't want somebody like Jason Smith. (laughs) (laughs) dang jason smith always said him because he's at the bottom of a bench that i of a team i just created i don't want somebody like uh 
Thumb maker who's already requesting a trade. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to play on the team you go to. <laughs> All right, let's see. I want to go. I want to pick somebody for Freddie. Who could be? I think a little, maybe a little sassy uh, Freddie played by Russell Westbrook could be good. He could play like a little. I mean, he'd be wearing the Freddie type Yeah, he'd type be of wearing sweaters. them outfits already. So, put some claws on his hands, put some makeup on. Uh just just imagine that Russell Westbrook as Freddie in Friday the 13th. Yeah, see, it got to be somebody more into the arts that ain't, like, strictly basketball because cl- clearly Kyrie's going to make that transition once he retires into just like, regular acting. Um, so somebody who's – I mean, Lonzo's showed he can act. I'm going Lonzo. Lonzo acts well in commercials. Oh my he gosh. did Fuller House. So you got to go you Lonzo. saw that Fuller House performance. Some commercials were good. Yeah, that yeah, was his first little acting. You don't want to talk about that Fuller House. That was his first step. Oh, Even man. when Kobe stepped on the scene as uh, Terry Hightower, his acting ain't going to be Oscar-worthy yet. It takes a little bit of time to get, get up to Oscar. Lonzo is one step away from being Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi looks boring on the court. But he at least Lonzo's actually a fun guy. <laughs> Lonzo looks like he doesn't have any emotion on the court. I watched Ball in the Family. <laughs> I ain't watching. I ain't wasting my Maybe time. Maybe having fun. Love. Kawhi, he seems like he does just doesn't understand uh, sarcasm. Yeah, I don't know. I want to know what Kawhi be watching on TV. <laughs> that little that video where he's getting interviewed, and I think it's like Kyle Lowry was like, hey, what's that like a uh, whatever the jacket he was wearing? And then Kawhi was just like, ha, 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 no, nah, it's not. Then he was like, oh, what's that, like a Puma jacket? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's Puma. <laughs> Just like, You're boring. I forgot you ain't got a shoe, dude. <laughs> You're strange. <laughs> all right, keep going. They released a little teaser for the Birds of Prey, showing you all the little cast members and their little giddy-ups. Mm. You uh, interested in this movie a little Honestly, more? Honestly, Harley Quinn looks different in this. Um, it doesn't hype me up or anything because nothing DC does really hypes me up. All the other characters look like their costuming and stuff looked pretty good, but I, I got to see the trailer. Then I got to see the movie. So we see, uh, what's his name, Zaz? Nope. What's the dude, Z? X? Uh, that Christopher something is playing? Something Zaz? Cannot remember. With a little assassin where usually he's like bald. I mean, I could easily just click on the link, but I'm not <laughs> doing it. But I was just surprised to see that he got blonde hair. Uh, what else we got? Christopher Nolan once again is dropping a surprise movie in 2020 in July, like always. Probably going to have, like, hairstyles in it or something. <laughs> Please, not another. I, everybody loved whatever that last Dunkirk, but nah, I wasn't in love. He should do, like, a regular type of movie. Like, that takes place in, like, t- the year that it comes out, like, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no more. Uh, I ain't in the mood for period pieces. Nah, yeah, I want I want another thriller. Or something. Yeah, like Jake Gyllenhaal, something that bends the mind and go from there. Shout out to Jake Gyllenhaal. Velvet Buzzsaw comes uh-huh. out on f- this Friday on Netflix, and it's yeah, already he's got becoming, great reviews. He's becoming very Netflixy. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, <laughs> he's I, I done what three? Akja. I don't know. I don't remember what the other I one. Is. I had another one. I just I was scrolling. Scrolling like I do on my phone. I'm tired bowling, no jetting out of here. I hope you know it's recording these whack bars. You were just saying you weren't you weren't just saying this off here. Everybody heard how whack that Man, it's was. Just, it's sometimes you just gotta spit stuff out to see what sticks. Nah. Dang. Sticky paper. Uh, what? 
You try to see this Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Nah, they got I picked up. I wasn't in the watch. The only time I really see Jay and Silent Bob was on episodes of Degrassi. So I'm good. For a brand that was R-rated, they really just dabbled in a lot of different things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach Efron's Ted Bundy in extreme or er, extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile trailer dropped. You think Zach Efron gonna get nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, this? I actually <laughs> didn't even watch the trailer, but I'm hoping I'm hoping it's a, a great performance that can be like that. But for some reason, I don't ever picture Zach Efron getting no type yeah, of award buzz. I don't think this is gonna be the movie either because <laughs> he didn't seem as a. Uh, it just sucks. I know they're gonna be like, "All right, that was what." Let me get, let me get the I I Steve or I Jobs out the way with Ashton Kutcher, and then let's go get the real actor. Let's go get <laughs> yeah, Leo gonna, or somebody yeah, and redo gonna, this. Who gonna play Ted Bundy again in a couple years? That's not Zac <laughs> Efron. They gonna get Jake Gyllenhaal to do something. Jake Gyllenhaal would body that role. Yeah, that'd be light for him. He would kill that. And he would get nominated for something. Probably just uh-huh. Golden Globe because they hate him at the Oscars for some odd reason. <laughs> Disrespectful numbskull. <laughs> I know this probably made you excited. Matt Smith gonna be in the Morbius movie. Nah, and he's he's like, that definitely don't make me excited. He's like a decent actor, so he really shouldn't be in that. And they should be making the Morbius movie. And when they <laughs> when I saw that announcement, I'm like, oh, good, he's replacing uh, Jared Leto. No, they're probably gonna go head to head. So he, what is he gonna play, man? Just he gonna play? Ram- nobody know. <laughs> nobody knows Morbius beyond being a Spider-Man villain. I didn't so, even know that. Any any uh, side characters are going to be unknown. Yeah, y'all can make up He's whatever. He's playing vampire. You. They might as well call him vampire in it. Unless you put Blade in there, because Morbius was going to originally be in Blade. And see, I would prefer him. That makes sense. He was going to be, was he the first or second one, and then he was going to be like the real villain in one of the other ones, but of course see? it got rewritten. That would cool. They, they should have had him in the third one, because we know what happened in the third one. Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds could have played Morbius. Might as well, because whoever he played didn't help the movie. Uh, Who did he play? Was it Swordman? <laughs> well, I was going to say, was it Quaid Quilson? <laughs> yeah, he definitely did not. Play. <laughs> he kept a sword in his hands in these movies. That was. And I'm like, all right, he's very. They saw Blade and he was like, this kid is very good with swords, and he's got so many one-liners. Yeah, was, <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna do a movie where I use a sword. I'm using these swords. I love to use swords, so <laughs> I'm gonna use a sword in one of these movies. Oh man. All right, uh, what's it called? All right, so spoke on it just a little bit ago. Fast and the Furious, they're getting a spinoff movie. I, uh, the females are getting a spinoff movie in the one in the Fast and Furious world. Apparently, they already said this news years ago, but I don't remember. <laughs> nobody, paying, nobody was paying attention <laughs> to the women. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so give me a hypothetical uh, Fast, and Furious, Fast and Furious female-led spinoff plot. Okay, so... I don't know. Dom and his crew go on a mission, okay. uh, and they have to drive off road. And it was raining like the day prior, so it's kind of muddy out there. So mud was like splattering on the cars. Okay. So then the women in the crew have to band together and <laughs> had to target and get get a bucket, get some soap and whatnot, and they got to clean the car. <laughs> so uh, the. All the hijinks and the action ensues on their way to like Target and stuff. Uh-huh, and inside the Target, maybe something happens and yeah, they like, can't find something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the. <laughs> and they're like, uh, they're like a car full of other girls who see a dirty car and they yeah. also want to clean it. So they're yeah. like battling to see who cleans it they, first. They race to Target and then race back to see who gets to clean it. 
I was hoping this Fast and the Furious is going to slowly drift back into actually being a racing movie. Yeah, it's a racing movie <laughs> with the women. A race to clean. Okay. I can mm-hmm. see this being a hit. Clean race. People like it. It'd be like a, it's more of a lower budget, grounded type of. Uh huh. Gritty. <laughs> no pun intended. Because of the mud on the car. <laughs> I don't call mud grit. <sighs> no true. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Anything else that dropped this week or came out this week that you want to touch on? Nothing that I can think of. All right, T. Then I know a person you want to touch on, and his name is Mahershala Ali. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Detective Pikachu for already getting a sequel. Yeah, Uh, Detective Pikachu. Shout out to Mewtwo. Shout out to Pokemon Red and Blue. or Yeah, Red and Blue. Oh, yeah, and there's good. A 24 Jump Street is in the works. Okay. Okay, so we got got 21. Yes. Uh, if it's one of the the Miller Lords, one of them said it, mm-hmm. and he said they're saving twenty three for something later. So they're gonna go twenty four first. That would I would that would fall in line with their style of the storytelling. Yeah, yeah it'll work, but you know how confusing it'll be when twenty three yes. comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but I have faith in them. Based off of uh-huh. once again, they got another hit on their hands that is highly, um, or the reviews are very positive and it's highly. Just highly liked already when it comes to the Lego movie. But we will talk oh, about yeah, that yeah. next week as long as the next week? week after. One of those weeks where when it actually comes out to see if the reviews actually hold up. That seemed like that is flying up. Like it came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. It's already about to be February and I that can't is believe crazy. it. Crazy. This year is <sighs> starting off great. Uh, time fly like you threw a watch up. Oh my gosh. All right, try to move to the punishment Bars. segment. Uh, so are you you ready to pick a new title for this, or are you still contemplating? All right, we can pick a title. Right. I, I, I I didn't think it over right, when, when I said to, let's pick it. We about to go into February with a new title. So on the spot, are right, we going with the Fantastic Bubble Award, which is the Fantastic Four and Bubble Boy? Fantastic Four was an awful movie by Michael B. Bubble Boy was a not so great movie by Jake Gyllenhaal. Leonardo DiCaprio don't got flaws, so he doesn't get a move. <laughs> Um, and then, or the other option, The Weekly Geely. We all know Geely is one of the worst movies of all time, so getting The Weekly Geely does not seem like something that somebody would want to receive on a weekly basis. So we got the Fantastic Bubble Award or The Weekly Geely. Put in the comments if you can think of a better title for our about-to-be-renamed punishment segment. And then if it's better than the options that I just came out with, over some hard, some hard thought was put into this for this week because my mind could change. Your and that's mind okay, is there's, telling you no. There's no, there's no stakes at hand with this podcast, and because I'm not at the meat store. See, I'm gonna let him dig him a hole. No Shia LaBeouf. I'm going with the weekly Geely and the overall final year award will be called the Fantastic Bubble. All it's right. the trophy that you get, just like you got Academy Awards, Oscars. You got the Jackies and the Jackie. <laughs> you got the Jackies and the Kicks. <laughs> you, get the, you get the coveted golden nunchuck. <laughs> all right, so, all right, hopefully you can remember that. like a... <laughs> Never <Nah>, mind. <laughs> Ain't no need for that. <laughs> uh, okay. nah, I'm so sad. I want to... <laughs> I wonder if it like 
cooking not too much. Right, I'm gonna just try to let it pass through my mind so I won't think about having to say it on here. <laughs> all right, all right, you got any nominees for the, <laughs> the weekly G League? Nah, I can't think. The week, you got any nominees for the weekly G League? You got any nominees for the? Yeah, we'll stick with weekly G League. Uh, who's getting that weekly G League? I don't have nobody in mind. I only got one person, even though I was going to nominate Terry Crews for uh, his little back and forth with D.L. Hughley online about uh, all the people who were saying, man, you should have beat that one dude up for to harassing you. <laughs> They're still going on and on about this. Like, yeah, that was like last year. Mm. Like, gosh. Uh, but this is going to, to somebody for a similar reason. Brian Singer. Because Mr. Nasty himself. He got new sexual assault accusations all that right. came out this past week. <laughs> And he did. He even had the audacity. This was a couple weeks ago. But when the Bohemian Rhapsody won this Golden Globe for Best Picture for whatever, whatever category it was nominated for, he decided to go on Instagram and like say congratulations and whatnot. Nah, keep that congrats to yourself. Yeah, like you got fired from that movie. <laughs> so yeah. don't be taking all uh, the the glory for the trophies and the awards that it wins. That ain't you. You don't get to do that no more. You get to just sit back. Take the check or whatever, how much money you made off the movie and just be quiet. Ain't your movie. That's the other director's movie now. No matter how much of the movie you directed. But, yeah, so, all right, Brian Singer, you are you receive, going to receive the weekly Jaylee for this uh-huh. week. For, I mean, it's self-explanatory. I don't know if you did it or not, but <laughs> you just give off that vibe of somebody. Yeah. And since we all going with vibes and a little details, since we all, we bought the Hanging R. Kelly, but this ain't the show. Um, Brian Singer, you are getting that weekly G League for this week, sir. Go sit in the corner once again, because I know you've been you've been put there before. Yeah, you know, sit in the corner and just really think about what you could do with your hands, because you using your hands yeah. for naughty stuff with these boys. Should have been writing. These is boys that he's yeah. going after. Don't be like, let these boys live. Let them be, yeah. Brian Singh. Brian Singer is nasty. Hey, maybe you start doing what your last name said and be a singer. <laughs> for one, bars. And for two, no. are you trying to hear that new R&B album by Brian Singer? Yeah. I, I want to know what he would sing about. Ain't no telling what he he could possibly be singing about. He'll be like a a more aggressive Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean was just blatantly disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Frank Ocean just came out with that or he came out with the clip of the his little uh what's it called for the that his little cover of the weekend. Oh yeah, he, he's super late. Yeah. <laughs> he he said he has to sit with a song for a while before he decides to put his little magic on it. Okay. All right, so <laughs> Bru- <laughs> Oh man, we're having our future. Sheesh. Yeah, it used to be a group with all kind of famous people in it. Yeah, no, they're not. All right, so yeah. Now we're not a group no more. All right, so Brian Singer, yeah, you are. Uh, you received a weekly GD for this week, sir. Yeah, you Mr. already Singh, know what it man. is. All right, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show, which still I can't think of a title for. Right, now we got to think of one for that. We got uh, Resolve. I think it's just one movie. And that movie is Serenity. Woo! Now, if you look on the Rock to Mate right now, it is sitting at a man. I moved bond. Uh, <laughs> that's sad. Even if I know it wasn't promoted, but Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey can't give <laughs> that's crazy. Could give you five million at least. Yeah, I suck. 
All right, it's sitting at a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Mm-hmm, that's absolutely awful, and the audience hated it, too. <laughs> Stephen Knight. Luckily, you're not Stephen D. D. Knight. Yeah, this is cute. Stephen Knight of... All right, so it should be over for him because he was a producer. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... You're done, player. He, he, didn't he, he directed uh, uh, November Criminals. I was say, don't ask me because I confused him with Stephen D. Knight. I'm pretty sure he directed... But he can't really get he can't really get a uh, knack for November Criminals just because no one saw it. No, nah, he didn't direct it; he produced it. Yeah, no one saw it, so yeah. you can't really get knacked for something that no one didn't see. Uh, I'm gonna watch it one of these days because I gotta see my boy Ansel. Ansel's off to a bad start. Yeah, he had that picture wild. with the blonde hair on the cover, of Korean GQ, because yeah. he really thinks he is of Asian descent. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's going nuts. <laughs> Come on, Ansel. Yeah, that dude's losing it. Um, yeah, he, he's. He needs to get over here and start shooting that West Side Story movie. He's about to be at the point where the next movie is going to be uh, Baby Driver 2. Yeah, is that our West Side Story, and I really hope it's Baby Driver. Because <laughs> I don't want to see West Side Story. Yeah, I don't care who's doing it. That could be very dangerous for him. All right, so Serenity got a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 30%. You gave it like a, a 50 A 38%. Oh. It's giving me the victory Hello? there. Now we're tied 1-1. One, one. like some shoelaces. Why are shoelaces? Where's the check mark? Oh, I hate to have to find this over and over and over again. <laughs> Nelly song. Uh, here we go. Uh, Nelly and Tim McGraw song. Over and over again. It's all in my head. I think about it over and over again. I can't keep picturing you with him. And, and it, it hurts so bad. Quick, was that on sweat or suit? Suit. <laughs> <laughs> we know that was on suit. Yeah, because sweat was the get down jiggy. Yeah. <laughs> sweat was that music to make you sweat. Chicken tail feather? Nope. Nah, that was the Bad Boy Sue soundtrack. He had a similar song on Sweat, though, but I don't remember what it was. I'll pull up all kind of Nelly music. Yeah, after, after podcast, <laughs> yeah, it's a Nelly off. <laughs> Dang, they should have two DJs on stage playing your favorite Nelly tracks back and forth. I mean, you can take Nellyville from top to bottom. Yeah. Ooh, country Grammar. And then, okay, yeah, Country Grammar. Nellyville. And did he immediately go to sweatsuit? Because that means, because Country There's Grammar no and Nellyville sold a lot. So yeah. I guess you do immediately go. Let me look at it. He fell off immediately then. Yeah. He had two hit <laughs> albums. And it was like, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> There's no way it went from. He lost. He threw, he threw a Saint Lunatics album in there. Let me look, let me look at this. It just logically, it just seems like there's no way he would go to sweatsuit after Nellyville. All right, let's pull up his discography. There's got to be a middle. Oh, he, he really did fall off. All right, I, I gotta see the sales with this. All right, you had country grammar, diamond. That's nuts. <laughs> you have Nellyville. Nellyville didn't go diamond. No, I thought I could have sworn it was the other way around. Yeah, Nellyville was six times, almost okay. seven times platinum. S- then it was sweat and sweat or sweatsuit. He really went straight sweat, to sweatsuit. Platinum suit three times platinum. Then he took four years off before his next album after sweatsuit. Because his album after that was Brass Knuckles, and that went... Oh! <laughs> that went... 
<laughs> that went gold. That went chrome. <laughs> then, after that, two years later, because now he's at a point where he's about eight years <laughs> removed from a good album, he put out 5.0. Oh. That sold. Three hundred fourteen thousand. Yeah, Nelly lost it within the three fight. years later. He typed. He uh, put out mo. <laughs> if this wow. this just says twenty three thousand, <laughs> but I'm gonna assume he sold more than that. Uh, obviously, and Nelly killed himself. Sweatsuit combined went gold, and then the best of Nelly only came out in Japan. <laughs> why did he? Why did he redrop sweatsuit? He wanted to put them out individually and then you put them sh- together. You should have put them together from the jump. <laughs> yeah, called his sweatsuit instead of putting on a sweating suit trying to get up. That's, that's called cockiness because he came off of Nellyville. He like, I can do any pimp juice. <laughs> Dude, he was like, I'm going to put out two albums and y'all choose which one you want. Mm-hmm. Unlike uh, Outkast, they was like, we're going to put out an album and you're going to be forced to buy this yeah. big boy album. <laughs> That's what, was, that's what uh, Ray Schremer did. Yeah, if you they off three of these whack albums, people <laughs> like you are not gonna just push this Slim Jimmy albums to the side. You listen to this. <laughs> All right, let's Slim, see. drop the Brinks truck. I'm oh, okay. Nah. The song from Sweat was "Flap Your Wings." Oh, okay. <laughs> Flap Your Wings. <laughs> that that topped out at fifty two on the charts. That was not the one. But then he put out My Place, featuring Jaheim, was four. I never heard that song. I did. And then he had Tilt Your Head Back with Christina. Christina then oh, Aguilera. Oh, I was assuming Million. <laughs> and, and then over and over, we all know what that did. He had a record called Nah, 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 featuring Jazzy Faye. <laughs> that didn't do nothing. He had End They Say. That did nothing. Yeah, Air Time featuring Jung True and King Jacob. Yeah, we knew that wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. Some of the features. And then we're like, Nelly's gone. <laughs> and then he was like, Grills. And then he put out <laughs> Grills back to number one. Grills, Grills was only on Sweatsuit. It wasn't on Sweat nor Suit. It was on Sweatsuit. And then he had What Do You Say Your Name? All right. What is that song? Shout it, shout it, shout it. What your name is? That's what, what that is? Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then he had Party People. I know you remember Party People with Fergie. He had Body on Me featuring Aegon and Shanti. Oh my gosh! Then this is when he's just getting desperate. <laughs> he, he had stepped. He had stepped on my J's <laughs> with Jermaine Dupri and Sierra. Air Force One's work. He had some song called Warrior, and then. He had just a dream. We're like, all right, he it back. Was totally just a dream. That, that went four times platinum. Huh? Then he had, he, then he had moved that body with T Pain and Akon. I guess like, that's when it was coming in a package deal. <laughs> then he had gone. But this is with Kelly Rowland, but not the good Kelly yeah, Rowland song. Then he had a song called "The Champ." Then he had "Hey Porsche." That did what? two times platinum. He had "Get Like Me," what? where he just ruined one of Pharrell's beats with Nicki Minaj. Was it? Is that porcelain with the? Is that what Florida Georgia Line? Let me see. Because once Over and Over came out, that's when he went full country. Like, now the one with Florida Georgia Line is "Cruise." Oh, okay. That that was the hit. And then last year he put out a song with Jacquees called "Freaky with You." This they claim the song "The Fix" with Jeremiah went two times platinum, but I don't believe it. He might have. I remember. I First heard it a lot. and foremost, 
I truly forgot we were recording the podcast. <laughs> wasn't, I wasn't talking into the microphone. I was legit just reading Nelly stats. Well, I know this 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 episode got very bad. Then if you were coming to listen to music or listen uh, about movies, hear about Nelly. Oh, he died a long time ago. All right, well, we almost done. Just got to do the Rotten Tomatoes segment. Um, oh yeah, so the movie for this week first is Prodigy. I know you know what Prodigy is. Nah, it's a scary movie. Oh, we know what time of year it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's February, so it yeah. might be. It might be out of the. This is with the little kid. Nah. And a much. Oh, he had like that mask or something on. Yeah. Hold on. I mean, it feels like it's going to be rated R. It got Taylor Schilling in it. It's rated non-rated for violence, disturbing, and bloody images, a sexual reference, and brief graphic nudity. What are you giving the what prodigy? What does brief graphic mean? I don't know. I need to see who the director is. Nicholas McCarthy? What movies he got? Oh, he does horror movies. He got good horror movies. Wait, has he even directed one? Nah, he got a bunch of stinkers. Oh, he did At the Devil's Door. Okay, audiences hated that movie. Um, Let's see if the writer did anything. He's done anything. Um, He's writing a bunch of... uh, He's doing Pet Cemetery. Alright, that may not be good. I don't know what to expect from this movie. I'm going straight down the middle. I'm giving this a 36. You're going 36? I'm going 50. I could see it being high, but... I was originally going to say 60%, but when I saw their their, uh, credits, it's not looking too promising, so... All right, so you went with 36. I'm going with 50. All right, another horror picture. Happy Death Day to you. (sighs) This movie just doesn't look very good to me, but... The Didn't first one did was much better than what I thought. So yeah, the first one was great. I was surprised. It just I didn't expect them to retread the same territory. It just doesn't look very good to me. Um, let's see. The last f- one was ranked or had a seventy-one percent. Seventy-one percent. So I'm giving this one. I'm giving this a fifty. Fifty. But I can also see it being a lot worse than the next one. Yeah. All right. You go. I mean, the first one. You're going 50. I'm going 59%. So I definitely see it being worse, but it might end up being fun. So that might be its saving grace. All right. So Prodigy, I gave a 50. You gave a 36. Happy Death Day to you, sir. I gave a 59, and you gave a 50%. 50. All right. We got any blue rizzles? Blue rizzles. I think we only got one. Let's see. And that was Suspiria. I don't ever want to see that garbage again. And if somebody got a problem with it, fight. Then <laughs> we got we got another one actually, and that's Boy Raced. I put that as a movie about your life. No, the movie about your I life. Tried to erase that boy from your life. I put it as accept as a we gift. Know he's there, just in case somebody gives it to me, and I'll I'll repackage and give it to you, so you can see that. Nah, I'm good. I don't want it. I don't see watch that it. your I life was on the big that. screen. I don't watch that. Ain't for me. 
Because you lived it, nah, and it was a trying, traumatic experience for you. But that. I'm telling you, it was a good movie. You see uh, The Nutcracker and The Five? Uh, no, I ain't see that movie. Realms or whatever. All right, well, no more Blu-rays for this week, because there's no old movies that were released. All right, well, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Not to be Jilly. mistaken with the Nellyville or Nelly fandom. Yeah, or Nellyville. B- Nelly B-ville podcast. Uh, yeah, man, I know y'all don't know who it is, but it's Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo the Average, a.k.a. We already know I'm the Renity, Serenate, Serenate. Ooh! Yeah, that might be the new one. You uh, want Mahershala to serenade you? No, I don't. Uh, okay, is that why you was singing uh, Sweet Hershey Hymns when you went to bed? Sweet Hershey Hymns. Oh, my gosh. All right. You can go on icmovies.wordpress <laughs> once again to vote in the IC Movie Awards. Ice. I uh, also got a the 2018 Actor Power Rankings. You got a tease of that when we did our little NBA uh, Movie Awards on that last bonus episode. But I give you 10 actors who I think uh, had the best years and just in my opinion. You can also find the Upside Review, that Kevin Hart flick that came out a few weeks ago. I'm continuing my complete list of all the movies I've seen. I think I am up to... uh, I got all the movies I've seen up to number 81. So go check that out. No Kobe career high. Uh, More movies will be... or The list will continue to be updated. And I also forgot to say that I am the one and only Fitbit Messiah, Roly Man. You can go on the great musical on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify. And if I spot, if I see you over it, anyways, no, 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 no. Fantastical on Instagram. It's Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zandt, aka Kai Dollar Sign, aka Neon Ember, aka Terry Hightower, aka Russell Man the Fitbit Messiah, aka. Cool Breeze, a.k.a. The Big Man, a.k.a. Hoodie K, a.k.a. Raymond Kane, a.k.a. Sweet lady, would would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and see me. Ow, I don't like needles. <laughs> oh my, I don't think we have anybody to nominate for uh, our whack list that's continuing on for the year. M. Night Shyamalan, you were pretty close, but the movie wasn't whack enough. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, all right, I guess it's time to end this off with the... Yeah, that's okay.